Douglas. I've just uh, recorded 20 minutes of this episode and then I had to move some stuff of the files around and one of the set of files has completely disappeared and uh, I've lost the whole thing so I'm going to have to re-record the whole thing and I have to say it was one of my dullest Mr. Burt pods and now I'm going to have to go through the whole thing all over again. So welcome to episode 150 of Mr. Burt Pods. Because I feel it's a bit of a milestone, 150 episodes, but um, I've had a really quiet week uh, and I didn't have very much to say and I was struggling. So, um, well, anyway, let's see how it goes a second time. So, uh, there's lots of building going on at the moment. The extension uh, is, uh, which is why you can probably hear banging and crashing going on in the background. The extension seems to have movement and there is a loft uh, extension the other way and just general lots of noise I think it's that uh, summer thing isn't it spring longer days better weather when all the builders start making a noise to annoy me so uh, yes apologies if any of that's going on in the background there's nothing I can do about it so uh, let's see where do I start I start with Monday morning and I got up and I did my I'm very pleased because uh, I'm still doing yoga every day. I just take Sundays off and uh, I've decided to get on a Monday to do a proper 45 minute session. Uh, So I chose uh, restart, refresh. I don't know what I was refreshing or restarting, but anyway, Um, which was fine, except she went into downward facing dog for about six hours uh, and I just can't do it. And, um, what else did she do? I did actually look up. I don't look at her very much because I do it with my eyes closed so I can focus better. And I do look up every now and then to find her doing something completely different to what I'm doing or uh, transitioning beautifully. You know, Adrian just has such grace when she goes from one position to, into the next, whereas I uh, usually just fall over or at best clonk uh, into a, a vague imitation of the position I'm meant to be in. So, um, but I'm I'm still happy with the fact I can sit cross-legged in less pain and, um, well, no pain at all, actually. I can comfortably sit in cross-legged position now, albeit uh, on two blocks. And I'm trying to sit uh, on the floor a little bit more with cross-legged when I'm watching TV and things. In fact, I popped my um, computer onto the laptop, onto the... Um, little coffee table we've got uh, as I was sitting on the floor and it was a really good level for my eyesight and my posture so I'm going to keep doing that Um, because I have noticed that uh, especially on the the Makinai everybody in Japan has beautiful posture and they sit on the floor all the time Uh, and or they kneel that's the other thing Uh, kneeling is extremely painful Um, and uh, yeah so obviously it's a good thing to do so I'm going to try and keep that up I'm very conscious of the noise going on around. So, um, it's been... Oh, and then I ran. Uh, it's... I decided to do a flat run. I wasn't in the mood for doing any hills. And then I promptly forced myself up and down a multitude of hills. I don't... I mean, quite consciously, I can be so contrary uh, with myself. I don't know what that's about. Anyway, I haven't looked at my timing, so I'm hoping it's all right. 
There's more noise going on. So, uh, yes, that was the morning. And then I was just looking at my diary and the week's just been um, empty. I can't think of anything exciting I did this week, uh, apart from cleaning the house on Tuesday morning. Um, what did I say Tuesday? Tuesday afternoon is Welsh. Uh, I've moved on a little bit with my Welsh to now I'm translating. I've got, there's a magazine called Lingo Newydd, uh, which has got uh, articles on written in three um, types of Welsh. So a very easy, and they're all colour coded, so a very easy, basic, a medium difficulty and a sort of not normal Welsh, but if you're sort of getting to grips with the language. So I've been trying to uh, translate, well, I'm not trying to translate, I have been translating, let's be positive, uh, the medium level um, versions of one of the articles about a man who's a carpenter. So um, trying to get away from Duolingo <clears throat> a little bit as uh, it is a bit, um, it is a bit, makes you a bit tunnel vision. I mean, the trouble is I think you get very good at Duolingo and you don't, Unless they get very good at learning the language, but anyway, so that's on Duolingo. It's just they keep changing and annoying me. So, uh, as a car being passed, so um, that was that, and then um, I'm still a bit worried about my spider plant. It doesn't look happy, uh, and the olive tree's dead. You'll be all thrilled to know, which I'm a bit sad about actually, because it was my present at the opening of the show, current show. I don't know what's wrong with the spider plant. It's just looking a bit yellow. I mean, usually I have no trouble with spider plants at all. Anyway, um, and my heart's tongue, it's not heart's tongue fern or whatever it's called. Uh, it's just down to one leaf now and that's not looking good. So I don't know what to do about that. Uh, other than that, my plants are all, uh, in fact, I dusted a plant the other day. Darren would have been proud. And then, um, uh, yes, yeah, so it's just been a very quiet week. Uh, Wednesday, a couple of shows, no, um, no uh, National Treasure, which I think actually is what's colouring my whole week now. I think life's just gone from technicolour to greyness. Now I don't see them anymore. Friday, Thursday, what did I do on Thursday? I've got no memory what I did on Thursday. Friday, uh, I was supposed to be going out and then ended up staying in and watched Quantumania Anton Wasp. Uh, which is the Marvel latest, newest but one Marvel film. And Saturday, Saturday was a big day. I had a coffee and a cake, piece of cake between shows uh, in Covent Garden, Leicester Square area, and I spent £8.20. I would just like to say that the coffee was black and not very large, and the cake was nothing special. £8.20. Uh, I did say to the DSM, I would be mentioning this fact on the podcast, They've been away for a week uh, and well, there's some sort of a viral norovirus thing going around at work or in the West End generally, I think. Um, so they've not been well. So welcome back. Uh, so that's all lovely. And then, yeah, work's been absolutely fine. We've sort of starting the build up to uh, the next show, which I'm not really looking forward to. I'm not sure I've got, a, well, I should have a job or not, but I don't know, definitely. Mm. And you see, I've had to re-record this stupid podcast and my tea's gone cold, which I'm not happy about at all. So, um, where was I? Yeah, so it's just been quite a quiet week. I don't know what to say yesterday. 
uh, I don't know what to say. Yesterday was lovely. Uh, the weather has continued to be nice, although it's gone cloudy today. And um, we took advantage of having the car, which we didn't do last year. I don't know. We seem to get to the whole spring and summer and never go anywhere. So I'm trying to make an effort to use the car to get out and about, seeing we are paying for the car. Um, and uh, we went to Nebworth. Now, I've never been to Nebworth House before because... Uh, I've always been snobby about it because it's had big, it has big rock concerts there. So I just thought, for some reason, it would be big and commercial and not very nice. Um, despite the fact it's only 20, 40 minutes away from where we live. And it's on the A1, which I, you know, probably is one of the road I know best in the whole country. Um, we joined Historic Houses not that long ago. Historic Houses Association, which is different to the National Trust. It doesn't get you in everywhere free. There's some places it doesn't get you in free at all. Um, but it tends to have more private houses and buildings, uh, sort of family-owned, um, or that uh, Ingotstone's one, or that are only open a couple of days a week, um, rather than sort of the blockbuster National Trust places. Um so even if the places aren't open, the money is going that you're paying annually is going towards uh, the upkeep of them all. Uh, anyway, Nebworth is free with historic houses and um, absolutely lovely. Well, absolutely lovely. I had a really nice day there. Uh, I thought there was going to be a massive car park. The car park's not that big. Lovely tea room, which loads of people have banged on about how awful it was. I was on TripAdvisor, which just shows you not to take the slightest bit of notice. But there's one person on TripAdvisor who'd said uh, they'd had a, their daughter who's had a, uh, a nut allergy, had had a quiche, uh, found a peanut in it, uh, spat it out, uh, it was all right. The staff just shrugged their shoulders and said, well, you should have read the signs or something, I can't remember. And then someone had replied saying, um, you know, we offered first aid. Um, it was actually a hazelnut uh, you know, and they'd offer first aid and, and people had refused the first aid. They'd obviously had taken care. And uh, I just thought people's perception of things is so different. Um, I always look at the one-star TripAdvisor things because they always make me laugh. Um, anyway, they, but a number of people have said it was overpriced and slow. And if it wasn't overpriced and slow... Um, it was well. It could. Have been, I mean, it could have been slow when it was busy. I mean, you know, it, it wasn't. Um, uh, it's, it's just a cafe, for goodness' sake. So um, we had a very, very nice lunch there of uh, four salads, a plate of four salads, which is absolutely delicious, and then tea. I would just like to say it did not cost eight pounds twenty. The pair of us had a slice of cake each, very nice, and two drinks, and that cost just over ten pounds. So how you can get eight pounds twenty for a small cup of black coffee, uh, sorry, distracted by a car, a small cup of black coffee and um, a piece of, you know, okay cake is just beyond me. So not going there again. So Nebus we will be going to again because I don't think we've got to see everything. It's an absolutely beautiful garden designed by uh, Edward Lutchens, the architect. And I think there's a little bit of Gertrude Kiekel there as well. There's a maze. Not the biggest maze, but a maze. Uh, a lovely woodland walk, uh, which they've got scattered around carved uh, animals, sort of child height. So like a squirrel and a woodpecker 
and a munchak and various sort of wildlife that you would see around the wood. Um, they had a machine where you could hit, uh, hear recordings of the birds that you could hear around you. And then it was really lovely, actually. And then they've got this area with 72, I think, life-size dinosaurs, which sounds... Um, which was actually really nice. They sort of, because they were in the middle of a wood, even though some of them were enormous, uh, they were sort of half hidden in the trees and the bushes. Um, and then, then there were lots of little ones that you just sort of came across. And it was we were, walked around them for ages, actually. I was quite surprised how much time we spent in that area. And they were coloured. I don't mean, I don't know whether they were the real colours of the dinosaurs. They were put in 2002, so I think probably... <laughs> We've learnt more about dinosaurs since then, but it was great. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> and there were lots of children who were having a marvellous time. Um, it was very child-friendly, but in a nice way. Um, not sort of, um, not in a gimmicky way. Um, it just felt very outdoory and natural and uh, calm. This just had calmness to it. And then we had a house tour. We had to go around the house on a tour. Um, we had a very nice guide who made me laugh a lot. There were two, the house is uh, basically a Tudor manor, some of which was demolished and sort of remodelled in Victorian times and was still actually quite nice at that point until the owner after that then decided to make it into a, embellish it with various Gothic uh, turrets and gargoyles and everything so actually on the outside it doesn't look as nice as it is inside because basically it's Tudor inside um, loads and loads of things have been filmed there I mean endless amounts of things have been filmed there um, but really nice guide who was very funny uh, there was a signed copy of Winnie the Pooh signed by Christopher Robin Milne and his father A.A. A. Milne that was nice and uh, there was there was actually a photograph of um was a photograph, wasn't it? Yes, of a suffragette, very important suffragette, uh, who's part of the family, uh, and another person next to her on a separate photograph. But unfortunately, the guide said somebody he'd been taking around said that uh, the suffragette picture reminded them of uh, Barry Manilow in drag, and the other picture looked like Charles Hawtrey, uh, at which point I was unable to look at them any longer because that was actually exactly what the two photographs did look like. <laughs> but... Um, it was really nice and the family still live there so it's very lived in it's got a nice lived in feel to it and um, I don't think we got to see everything so we're definitely going to be going back there and the car park was quite small I mean it just it just wasn't I just thought it was just going to be massive and it wasn't actually even the house isn't that big um, and it's such a nice time of year to be going around gardens uh, May time uh, but I mean, I think without, I think a ticket was 19 quid, which sounds a lot, but you've got an awful lot for that. All the things we did, you got for it. It was really nice. Could have easily gone in at 10 o'clock and come out at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So, um, yeah, that was nice. And then they chase you out with a, a woman goes around with a bell, a <laughs> bell like at school, and uh, chases you out at the end, which is quite funny. I remember at school, it was always an honour and a privilege to uh, ring the handbell at the end of playtime. <laughs> Still like doing that. So that brought back memories. And then, uh, yeah, so that was all that. And then, um, that's it really, that's the week. I've been doing some writing. 
I'm hoping to get my competition novel excerpt off today. What's slowing me down is I've got to write some uh, a synopsis of the whole book uh, and a load of guff about myself and my inspiration, uh, which is proving more difficult than I thought, but that should be done. And then I'm seeing my uh, time turkey next week, and then I've just got my short story to write, although I'm feeling less than inspired. Oh, oh and here's the neighbour. And uh, just pulling up. And uh, yes, our neighbours on the other side are leaving, sadly. Uh, one level is leaving because their rent has been put up so high they can no longer afford to live there. Uh, I just don't know what to say. I mean, the, the what their rent what the rent is now no matter about what it's going to be put up to is extortionate for what it is it's just astonishing and they're decent tenants nice people it's just greed it, honestly it's all about greed for landlords not all landlords of course there are some really great landlords out there and there's a i'm very distracted now because there is a micro there is a motorbike going backwards and forwards um, and then our, the other neighbours are uh, moving out of London and they've been there a long time and uh, and uh, yes that's going to be sad they may be listening if you're listening I'm going to be sad when you go so uh, that's all that so that's change and then um, yeah the extension has been painted Oh, that through me the extension has been painted now so it had this weird cladding stuff around it which i don't think was cladding oh i see the uh, neighbor's been to the garden center uh and oh which i've got to get out to the garden um yeah they've taken this funny cladding stuff off it and they've painted it I and mean, it still just looks monstrosity but it looks neater monstrosity than it did before uh well it, lo it looks like a vaguely finished building as opposed to a half built little rubbish and then uh oh, that's that motorcycle for the third time is what they're doing and then um oh, lots of bedding plants coming out and then um i've been reading a book called no i am reading a book called notes on blindness by and i can't remember his name i think it's john m hull it isn't that but it's something like that who uh, he's not alive anymore he wrote he basically went blind later in life or as an adult when he had two young children and he kept an audio diary which has been transposed tapes which has been transposed into the book which was published back in the 80s uh, and has just been republished in the past few years it's an extraordinary insight into the world of a blind person or a, a, a person who has lost their sight um he is eloquent and poetic and um it just i've just seen excuse the pun seen into a world of which i had very little knowledge or imagination of and um also he's got two children so he describes how the children <clears throat> grow and as they grow their understanding and concept of his blindness uh increases and develops which is really interesting. Um, it's a beautiful book. I, I, I actually cannot, I know I recommend lots of things highly, but um, it really, really is worth reading. Uh, it's quite philosophical. Um, 
I'm, I'm pausing because it's uh, yeah so i really really would recommend that note some blindness uh journey in, into the dark i think is the subtitle um and then finish the mac and i on the television uh which is just utterly beautiful so uh yes so that's lovely and we've got to i still cannot recommend that show highly enough it's absolutely beautiful uh, and it finished perfectly and i'm actually quite tempted to start watching the whole series again actually go back to the series uh, episode one um and then yeah that needs that needs to be replaced with something still watching clear which is the german thriller on netflix which is just getting better and better i can really recommend that that's clear k-l-e-o set around uh, just after the fall uh, yeah the fall of the berlin wall uh, it's a bit like killing eve but with a strong political background i really like it and a very twisty turny plot um so that's why i'm the television and that's why i'm really distracted because the neighbor's talking to somebody i've never seen before um but the motorbike's gone uh yeah so there we are that's life as it is at the moment it was actually a much better second broadcast than uh second recording than the first original one i found my um hard drive was nearly full and i just deleted a load of stuff last night got myself into complete twizzle uh, and that's why i managed to delete this last recording so i just have to try and not delete this one uh i hope all is well in the world out there and um i've got an action packed week next week actually so uh there'll be uh news next monday and that's all i've got to say thank you for listening